Hello, welcome to the Signal vs Noise podcast channel. This is Nick Stewart, CEO at Stewart Group. With me today, I have a special guest, Jeff Wilson. Jeff is our KiwiSaver specialist at Stewart Group and works closely with our KiwiSaver clients and advisors. So Jeff, on Wednesday night we move to COVID-19 alert level 4 with an unprecedented nationwide shutdown for at least four weeks with the entire country ordered to stay home apart from those providing essential services. Now, financial service providers like us are essential services. We are, however, working from home, assisting our clients with their investments, KiwiSaver and risk insurance. It is business as usual for us. But non-essential Kiwi businesses must close all aspects of their operations for a month-long period. That's a massive blow for many businesses and business owners. So, Jeff, let's talk about them today. Yeah, look, uh, g'day, Nick, and g'day, everybody. And, uh, yeah, I mean, how unreal is this that uh, I'm in my house and you're in your house uh, thank goodness for technology. I mean, um, without it, uh, it would be uh, uh, a more challenging time. It certainly would be. Um, I reflect on the fact that we went to full cloud services uh, many years ago, and I remember the cost of doing so. And, you know, we did it, but, but boy, you wouldn't want to be trying to set up that type of infrastructure uh, in the last week or certainly over the next month. So, yeah. Yeah, we are. We've, no, we're very blessed. Yeah, absolutely. And and look, I, I I've actually been massively impressed by the, uh, the the Kiwi ingenuity and the the innovation that um, whilst obviously there are going to be some businesses that are are, are struggling with with enforced closures, many of those other um, non-essential services are continuing. And um, you know, being really innovative with with the technology to be able to deliver those services, or at least, you know, as important is to retain connection with your clients. It certainly is, and so and, so. And that's obviously hmm. yeah. Sorry, that's that's obviously something that um, you know we we did pretty much straight off the bat um, with our KiwiSaver retail. Clients and indeed uh, the advisor, um, the advisor fraternity that supports the asset class funds. So, um, you know, reaching out to them and um, I guess just just identifying with them and just you know just saying, look, we're we're on this journey together and um, we're here to help. Spot on. I see there is a Kiwi business advisory group called um, Grow NZ Business, which has you know published a whole lot of information on um, their Facebook community page and it's kind of like there's lots of free webinars for businesses um, so for people seeking knowledge and understanding about um, you know they aren't on their own you know there are people to offer guidance and support a kind of like a mentor peer group and I think that's that's really cool I mean it's this stuff has come together it's come together so quickly because like I I, I know Jeff you and I that um I know that you know you'd recently taken some annual leave, and you you know you were going to be one of the skeleton staff that stayed back at the office, uh, which and and of course, well that changed from from on the Friday it was you know Jeff you'll be working at the office, the rest of us will be working from home to what 
Monday afternoon was like, no, you won't be. You're, we're all going to be working from home. So it moved very quickly. Yes, uh, and, and and hopefully at the end of four weeks or you know, a little bit thereafter, hopefully we're all kind of sitting there and, and, and looking back. Uh, I, I think we should be really... Um, really quite uh, impressed with with the, the the speed and and the sort of the the ability to just uh, adapt um, and that's that's I, I think that's going to be one of the the sort of the, the amazing outcomes from from this challenging situation and and you know I mean um, I look at it from a sort of a sporting context and you can you can take challenges um, such as we're facing in in one of two ways you can you can let it crush you and and just uh, dominate your thinking or you can use it as an opportunity and I think what you've just touched upon there you know there there is there are so many people out there who are and it's the Kiwi way you know is just just to reach out and 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 help each other and using technology and look we're all we're all kind of um, we're not going anywhere for the next few weeks so the internet um, thank heavens for the internet I know I mean I've got three kids and and um, normally I'm trying to keep them off the internet but uh, actually, you know, there is so many opportunities for their learning. Um, uh, and when I think of uh, even the sports, you know, even the sports are offering free um, activities online. So I think this is a this is a time for, of opportunity um, as as much as you know concern. Yeah, I agree. Um, hey, and Jeff, in terms of that kind of sporting analogy, you know. Like, if you think about a team like the Blues, and now, you know, I know, I know a little bit about the Blues because you had old Ehia West was playing for them, and he was Monty's favourite magpie. And then, of course, we've got we've got on our advisory board Milton Jennings, who's a big fan of Auckland rugby. And I know that, you know, Milton was saying to me in terms of those sporting analogies that, you know, when a team goes through a rebuilding process, and when you look at the uh, Auckland Blues, well, boy, that's been... Um, pulling the bow back for a long time before letting the arrow fly. And I like to kind of think of that analogy here where at the moment you've got a lot of business owners who are unable to work. I mean, let's say, like, if I look at my wife's business, she's a therapeutic optometrist. So, you know, she needs to look into people's eyes. It's very difficult to – she can triage remotely, but she cannot actually see anyone. So – for her, she can't work like I can. Um, yes. So effectively, so for someone like that, they have a month or longer if we go into lockdown for a longer period to actually plan and think about that rebuilding process so that the decisions that they make at the moment going into this crisis will determine how they come out on the other side. And at the moment, you know, we've got, in fact, we have an article going in the Hawks Bay today. And our next piece uh, is on this business resilience and recovery. And it's interesting that Chinese firms are coming out of this period now, and some, and there's been some really cool papers produced by the Boston Consulting Group, which outlined the steps that some of the Chinese companies took during the immediate outbreak so that they were more resilient and prepared for the recovery. 
because you know the recovery if it's a, a u shape or a v shape when you come through the bottom of the curve you want to make sure that you're in a position to bounce back very very quickly and also determine what what do you want it to look like what do you want your team to look like what's the environment what type of clients do you do you want to have if you want to make any changes and i think jeff that they're some of the things that the smarter business leaders they're making those type of hard calls now a top to bottom approach what do you think any thoughts on that yeah i i i, I agree and and sort of look the adage the, again the old adage um you know fail to plan plan to fail and i sort of look i i don't want to be sound glib because obviously there are some businesses that are are, are going to be um already suffering and um I, you know, I, look, the, gov- the government is doing, I think, uh, a great job in trying to provide support and getting getting funding and resource to, to those businesses. But equally, you know, if you sort of said to me, um, Jeff, uh, you are going to have a month away from, you know, the day-to-day business. What are you going to do with it? Well, yeah, look, part of me would say, oh, great, I'll, I'll, I'll catch up on a couple of books uh, mm. that I've been meaning to read or spend a bit more time with the kids. But after a while, I'd be thinking, okay, um, I've still got time on my hands. My mind is just going into overdrive with all the ideas that I had been wanting to implement but, but hadn't. So I think that's the opportunity for these businesses is, is to be able to, you know, give, given the right support, is to be able to use this time wisely and, as you say, plan for the, for the upside. And whilst you mentioned that, you know, your, your wife is, is not able to do, to do face-to-face, I mean, equally, um, my uh, physio practice, um, you know, I normally go sort of once a month to see a physio and, of course, that's, that's been knocked on the head. But here they are, they're using technology and, and um, early this morning I had 20 minutes on a Zoom call with my physio and um, they've actually done that off their own volition. Mm. Um, but boy, am I impressed with that. And what am I going to do? I'm going to tell other people about it. So there's a way of actually building your business going forward um, just by being creative and innovative yeah really sage advice hey and and jeff so from just on a personal you know i'm just going to pivot now to um away from business for for a minute and so in terms of for yourself how were you managing your um your time in terms of you know like effectively mental health and and personal fitness what what are you doing what do you have planned (laughs) you're 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 now a week in and you've got another three weeks possibly more how are you handling it yeah well, so um, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that um, uh, we we had a little sort of office uh, already established out, out the back of the house, so I've got a degree of separation from the main house. Um, but my wife uh, is self-employed, so we're having to sort of balance that and be mindful of the fact that we kind of need to keep a little eye on the kids, make sure that when they are on their devices, it's for learning as opposed to games and that sort of thing. So we're, we're still working that, that process through, but essentially 
I do the morning shift uh, in the office because that's kind of more my more productive time. And then in the afternoon, uh, so after this podcast, I would then head inside and um, uh, and and Rebecca would come back out and and do her work. So that's how we're doing it on the work front. Um, and then um, on the sort of the the mental health, I guess is. Um, is to just keep with a bit of a routine. Um, as you know, I'm, I'm attempting to be uh, a bit of a Bruce Lee martial artist. <laughs> so I've, I've, uh, I've cleared my shed out to a point where um, I've created uh, like a little mini, um, they call it a dojang, but a, an area where you can train. And um, we would normally, uh, we, meaning my son and I, would normally go training on a Tuesday and a Thursday evening. Well, we are continuing with our training Tuesdays and Thursday evenings. But instead of going to the local school gymnasium, we go to our shed. Yeah. And that's just trying to keep a routine going. Mate, I was thinking there, you know, sounds a little bit like Mr. Miyagi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I haven't quite caught flies with my chopsticks yet, but... um, (laughs) And, and I think the other thing, the uh, which you instilled um, in us, is I'm I'm sitting here and um, I uh, I'm not in a full suit, but I've got a shirt on, uh, a business shirt on, um, and you know if we're having Zoom meetings with clients and the like, I would be dressed appropriately. So I think it's really important to, that people try and maintain as much normality of their routine as as possible yeah yeah i um mate i agree um hey and so just going back to the business in terms of um for you know the business community um so what do you think we will see that will change for good as a result of this unprecedented event that is covid19 technology and as you say said earlier you know if you couldn't have done this without being um, having you know access to the cloud and fiber broadband and all that sort of thing so um, I would think going forward that every business um, will you know have to have some form of internet capability even if they don't already and I suspect the majority do but it's just to be um yeah taking full advantage and you know sometimes as you say as i say it's not about selling it's about maintaining contact with with your clients in situations like this so um you know keep 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 in contact and and also um within a business um the collegiality, maintaining the collegiality. So I know within Stuart Group, you know, technology has enabled us to all have a, a conversation with each other, you know, on a regular basis. And um, those those are already marked in the calendar for the next two or three weeks too. So it's important that we all maintain the connections. I mean, that's what, you know, humans are about is maintaining connections. So, yeah, that, that would be my take on things. 
yeah you know one of the things i've been looking at is just coming out of the other side of this you know what will some of the main impacts be and i i kind of look at it and i think you know i think a lot of businesses are going to reevaluate their uh travel budgets because i think let's say this goes on for six weeks not four weeks so let's say we're in a lock, lockdown for six weeks and many businesses actually went into lockdown. Some of them were a full week prior to the government taking it to level four. So some people could be in lockdown for coming up for two months by the time this all pans out. So yes. so if you think about it like that, you know, some people will say, well, we didn't actually need to fly to Auckland, Wellington or Christchurch or Sydney for every meeting. The virtual calls were stable, clear, and we were able to make it work. And to do it much more cost effectively, because when I look at the cost to just travel from overnight for a meeting, you've got a couple yes. of cabs, you've got a meal out, plus you've got your time, and and also the intangible, which is time away from your family and loved ones. So I think, you know, I really think a lot of people are going to come out of this with a different lens on how they allocate their dollars, their expenses. Yes, um, I, I, I would concur with that. Um, sort of uh, increase efficiencies in, in, in businesses, particularly in the service sector. Um, and yeah, look, it, it, it's probably going to be a little bit tough for the, the tourism sector in, mm. in the short to medium term. But as, a, as a, um, the former BNZ chief economist Tony Alexander was saying, is you know, as and when countries like China and and uh, USA come out the other side, and, and there are early signs that China is on the up, you know, on the improve. That there's going to be increased demand for uh, New Zealand produce. So um, I think that bodes well for you know the New Zealand economy in general. Um, too early to say whether you know the, the the shoots of recovery that we're seeing in the markets currently uh, will sustain. I suspect there'll be a little bit of bit more volatility over the coming days, but um, yeah, look, I think underlying New Zealand's in a good good position. Yes, yeah, I concur. Hey, well, Jeff, I think that's a good opportunity for us to um, bring this podcast to a close, and and I think you know there's there's a great opportunity for you and I to cover uh, some of the market driven commentary and understandings. Uh, in a separate podcast. Yep, yep, sure. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I mean, um, thanks again. I mean, uh, I would defy anybody to think, listening to this podcast, that we weren't actually in our normal little um, media suite. Um, I think this has worked incredibly well. Um, and so, um, yeah, happy to contribute to, to future podcasts. Absolutely. Yeah, well, it's interesting. I've just, apologies for that little wee noise just then, but that was one of our Burmese kittens coming through the cat door. So uh, <laughs> that'll be a note to myself next time that I'll lock that door so they can't come in because they're uh, the most entertaining little creature. Um, hey, but look, I'll just leave, I, I'll close off the podcast with um, just a couple of a couple of final observations. And, yeah, sure. and that is that, look, none of us can say what the future holds, but by acting swiftly, and by asking some critical long-term questions, uh, you know, business owners and their team will be better prepared for what comes post the lockdown. So therefore, look, it's an excellent opportunity 
to take time for a review of all activities from top to bottom in order to come out the other side as a more efficient and sleeker business. And most importantly, stay safe, be kind, and look after one another. Until next time, take care. The information provided or any opinions expressed in this podcast are of a general nature and should not be construed or relied on as a recommendation to invest in a financial product or class of financial products. You should seek financial advice specific to your circumstances from an authorized financial advisor before making any decisions. A disclosure statement can be attained free of charge by calling 0800 878 961 or visiting our website www.stuartgroup.co.nz